This is Gemara Megillah Daf. Hey, again, a very warm welcome to all the newcomers to the Daf. Mirza Hashem, we should continue learning together day after day of the learning for this month. The month of Tavis has been generously sponsored by a close friend of the Daf, Lizechanishmas, his father, Avari Leib, and Rav Yaakov Zatzav. Learning the entire Chabura should be a tremendous chosil in Neshama as Avari Leib is Ayla to a higher and higher place in Ganid and Shalmailo. Of course, all the learning should as well be as Chashidah, Chlisochim, Devarim, Shemir, Masigiz, Zagidos, and Nasab, Shanamak, and again, a tremendous thank you to all those that have been spreading the tire, gathering people to join the daf and a tremendous chos that we should all continue to be learning together day after day. So we're in the middle of discussing why we do not read the Megillah on Shabbos. So yesterday we said five lines, four lines to the bottom, five lines to the bottom, excuse me, the opinion of Rabba, the more famous opinion perhaps, that the reason is we're afraid that someone might come to carry his Megillah so that to be taught how to learn lay in the Megillah, and we said that the same reason by Shafer and Lulav. But comes along the Gemara today, Rabbi Yisav Amar, three lines to the bottom, and he teaches us a second reason why you do not lay in the Megillah on Shabbos, because the Aniyim, the poor people's eyes are looking forward to the Megillah because then they know they're going to get Matanis Lev another one of the mitzvahs of Purim. And if we lean on Shabbos, you can't give Matanis Lev on Shabbos. So that's the second reason we do not lean on Shabbos. Even though the Kfarim read early on Monday and Thursday, still, they collect the gifts of the boar on the day that they read on that Monday or Thursday and they distribute it again because the Aniyam are looking forward to Mikra Megillah. Ask the Gemara, what do you just say? You just said, even though they read early on Monday and Thursday, still we collect the money on Monday and Thursday. That's not Afal Pisha Amru. Adrava, Mishonda Amru. It should say, because they read early, therefore they collect the money early. Says the Gemara, you're right. Elohayel Va'amru. Ella, rather, Hoyle, since, since they read early on Monday and Thursday, why? In the last line, Ksaniyam are waiting for Mikra Megillah. Just to point out, last year here in Eretz Yisrael, this had a tremendous nafkamina, this line of the Gemara. Last year was a Purim Mesholosh, as they called, the Purim fell out on Shabbos. So one of the reasons why we do not lay in the Megillah on Shabbos, we just learned, was because of Matanas Lev Yainim. And now we learned another lacha. That any day that you read the Megillah, that's the day that you're going to do Matanas Lev Yainim. And last year, the Megillah was read on a Purim Mesholosh here in Eretz Yisrael. It was Thursday night, Friday morning, the night of the 14th and the 14th, and therefore those were the same times. Friday was the time for Matanas Lev because again, Matanas Lev always goes hand in hand with Mikra Megillah. Says the Gemara as we turn over to today's daf, Heyam Aleph Avo. However, turning over to Heyam Aleph Simcha, the mitzvah of Simcha, what's the mitzvah of Simcha? The Tabrashi explains, Michael Omishta, this is the mitzvah of 
Even though we bump up the Megillah, and when we bump up the Megillah, we bump up Matanas Levyanim. But the Seuda is always in the right time. The Seuda does not change. Amar Rav comes like Rav, and Rav teaches us Megillah Bismana Karinaisa Filu Biyachan. Another halacha that was relevant last year here. The Megillah in the right time says Rav to be read even Biyachid. You don't need a minion to lay in the Megillah. You're allowed to lay in it even be yachid. But Shaloi Bizmana says Rava, says Rava, excuse me, when you're laying in the Megillah, not at the right time. As Rashi points out, like the Kfarim, they're bumping it up a day. Ba'asara, you need to have 10 people to lay in the Megillah. That's Rav. Ravasi Amar, no, Ben Bismana, Ben Shlai Bismana Asara, whether it's the right time or whether it's an earlier date, you always need to have. A minion of 10 people. Now look at Rashi, a very important Rashi. Rashi points out in the second hour line, Mitzvah lach zarachar chazar mishum persumin isa. Says Rashi, it's a mitzvah to have 10. But says Rashi, let's say you cannot have 10, then you're still allowed to read the Megillah with less than 10. It's just a mitzvah to have 10. And again, this was relevant last year. Another one of the practical ramifications. When you're laying the Megillah not at the right time last year, because again, the 15th was Shabbos, we're laying the Megillah here in Israel on Friday, is what do we do? We try to have a minion of ten, even for a woman. One of the big practical ramifications, however, so we bask in and was that if you don't have ten, you're still allowed to lean the Megillah for the woman, etc. And now we understand where that came from. As we see, Rashi says it's a mitzvah, but if you don't have it, you still can lean the Megillah. Says the Gemara, four lines down, there was a story, and Rav was suspectful for this opinion of Ravasi, meaning Rashi says, he went to look for 10 people. Ask the Gavara, Rav Achi, does Rav really concur with the opinion of Ravasi? Says the Gavara, Purim falls on Shabbos, Erev Shabbos is the right time. Erev Shabbos Manam or Shabbos Manam? What does that mean? Of course, Shabbos is the Zman. Who? Ella explains the No, this is what I meant. That's what the statement was. That on Friday, it's like the right Zman. So says the Gemara, why did you just tell me that Rav wasn't looking for 10 people? We said a statement over the name of Rav. Excuse me. That Shaloi Bismanum is like Bismanum. There's no difference that you don't need a minion of 10. So why was Rav looking for 10? Answers the Gemara. It's not with regard to reading the Megillah with 10 people. What did Rav mean when he said that Erev Shabbos is the right time? Is he just not like Rebbe that we learned yesterday? Rebbe said once you push it off, you push it all the way off to Thursday. Rav is teaching us that no, Friday is the right time. Do not push it all the way back to Thursday, but rather Friday is the right time. However, with regards to having a minion, Rav is of the opinion that one should try to have a minion. Excuse me, one, one should try to have a minion on Friday. Says the Mishnah is a year, Gedayla, what is a large city called Shishba Sarabatzlanim? Like we learned yesterday, that you have to have 10 people unoccupied at any moment. 
Sitting in shul and learning. Less than that is a village. A village which, of course, we've learned many times is about to be read earlier on the day of assembly and the Yom HaKnisa, Monday and Thursday. With the following halachas, we go early and not late. Like we just said, Mikra Megillah. But other halachas, when it comes to the time, of bringing the wood for the Gehanim, like we learned in the Gemara Tainis very recently, a few days ago, that we learned that there were families that had special times to bring the wood for the Mizbeach, and Vetishabav, and Vechagiga, and Hakel, those four mitzvahs, we don't do early, we push them off late. Even though they said that we make the Megillah earlier, and we don't postpone it, still, Still, one is allowed to do a speedum and tainis on that earlier day that you read the Megillah. So, for example, when they read the Megillah on the previous Thursday, the lad have a speedum on that day. Statement that we've seen already says Rabbi Yehuda, when do we bump up the Megillah to Monday and Thursday when they would go into the larger towns on Monday and Thursday? Then they only read it in the appropriate time. So the Mishnah began that what's an ear is 10 people sitting and learning. And then we segue to other areas of Allah that we don't make it earlier, but rather we postpone it later. And we conclude it with Dinam of the Megillah that when you make it earlier, but on that earlier date, you're still at Avis, Maidim, etc. Says the Gemara, Tana, Sarabat, Lanish, Avesak, and that's it means 10 people sitting and learning in Shul. What is the reason? That when it comes to Megillah, we read it earlier and not late. Amar Amar Shmuel, two lines for the wide lines. Amar Kra, Veloy Ya'avar. As we've seen already, you do not postpone the Megillah. Amar Amar Shmuel, Minayin Chain Mainim Yamin Lishana. Another halacha, actually, this is a Gemara that we've seen, uh, we've seen quite recently. Says Rav Abar Mershmul, again, just another statement of his, because he's talking on the first wide line, from where do we see that we count days to calculate a year? What does that mean? We count a year by months and not by days. What does that mean? As Rashi over here points out, Rashi, in the three lines into the wide lines, points out that if someone makes a neder for one year, we do not count 365 days. Rather, we go 12 months day to day, even though it's 11 days earlier. Similar halacha, when it comes to a month, when it comes, someone says, I'm going to give you a get, if I don't come within a month's time. How do we know we do not count hours for a month, but rather we count days? Says the month of days. And therefore, even though a month is 29 and a half days, says Rashi, so it says, if I don't come within a month, he has a full day because a month is counted by days, just like a year is counted by months. And we continue in the Gemara. Four lines into the Y lines, listing the items of the Mishnah that we said we postpone and do not do like Megillah. And read early. These are things that we postpone. Says the Gemara. You know why we don't do Tishbav earlier? Because punishments we never do earlier. We always want to push off punishments. It's not their time yet. It's not the time for the Karmel Chagigu, so we can't bring it yet. Tana, we learned in a Mishnah. The Karmel Chagigu, the Karmel of Yante. And anything which is the time 
of the Chagiga, Ma'achrin, you push off. Interesting Mishnah. Now the Gemara tries to explain this cryptic Mishnah. I understand what the Mishnah meant that the Chagigi you push off the Makli B'Shabbat, the Makhrim L'Basa Shabbat. That when it falls out on Shabbos, you don't bring the carbon of Yantav on Shabbos, you push it off to after Shabbos. Elizaman Chagiga Mahi. What exactly did the Mishnah, the Brisa mean? When it's at the time of the Chagiga, what was that referring to? So multiple answers. Amr Avaisha answer number one, Achi Kamar. Chagiga Bishabis. Let's say the Chagiga falls on a Shabbos, you push it off. The Oilas Re'iya, which is the carbon of Yantif, the Oila that you bring for being Oila Regel, Afilu Biyantif, this man Chagiga Me'achrin. Even on Yantif, you don't bring that because an Oila, you don't bring on Yantif because you don't eat it. You only bring carbonas that you eat on Yantif. So that carbon, you push off. Even past the time of the Chagiga, Mani, whose opinion is that it's Beishami, it's not Beishami, Oymir Mevim, Shlamim, Beyantiv, only Shlamim. You allowed to bring on Yantiv because you eat it, in same Chanaleim, Avalai, Oilis, you don't bring a carbon Oila. Beisil argues, and he says, Oymir Mevim, Mevim, Shlamim, Oilis, same Chanaleim. So, Teretz number one, what did the Brysa mean by Zaman Chagiga? The Zaman Chagiga was really referring to the Oilas Re'iya. Teretz number two had to learn up the Brisa. Rav Amar, six lines from the bottom of the Amid. Rav says, Chagiga v'chozman, Chagiga ma'achrin. Tfei loy. All the Brisa meant was that you could push off the Chagiga, the time of the Chagiga of the Yantif, but now more than the Yantif. The Tanan, as we learned in the Mishnah, Mishnah that we've seen in the past, Mishal Chag, Biyantif, Arishal Chag, someone who forgot to bring the carbon on the first day of Yantif, Chagig, Vahilich, has called a regal Kuli, you could bring it the entire Yantif, the Yantif, Achron, Shachag, and the final day of Yantif, you'll have to bring it as well. Avara Regal, Vulaychag, Enechayib, Achriyusa, it's too late, you can't bring anything. So the second opinion is, what the Mishnah meant by the Zman was that the Karban Chagiga you have the entire time of the Antif and no more. Tarot number three, Ravashi Amar Chagiga V'chozman Chagiga Me'achrin. Know what the Brisa meant? The Brisa meant that when it's on Shabbos, the Karban Chagiga is postponed and <coughs> any time the Karban that we're speaking of, Va'afilu Atzeres. Even Shavuos, even a Zman, that's only one day you push off. You push it off even after Shabbos. So again, the third way of explaining what I mean by the Zman, that it goes by the time that even though you only have one day of Shavuos, you push it off even after Yantif. Says the Gemara, let's go a little bit deeper into that which we push off into Din of Tishabov. Omar Rav Rav Rabbi Says Rav Lazanim Rav Chanina, an interesting statement. Rebbe planted a planting on Purim. Interesting. And we turn over to him and Bayes, and the price it continues by telling over what Rebbe did. And on Shavazar Batamas, another fast day, he bathed in the marketplace. And number three, he wanted to uproot Tishbav. So three interesting practices of Rebbe. He planted something on Purim. He bathed on Shavasar Betamas. He wanted to get rid of Tishavav. But Chachamim were not masking. Rebbe, He says, no, 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 that's not really 
What happened? You got it wrong. Let me tell you what really happened. Ela Tishvav Shalias Bishabis. It wasn't a regular Tishvav. You don't want to get rid of Tishvav. It was when Tishvav fell on Shabbos. Shabbos. And it was pushed off the Sunday. Vamai Rebbe. Rebbe said, this year, the year when Tishvav is Shabbos, and it's actually this year. Tishvav is a Nidcha this year. Hopefully we won't have it. Hopefully the words of Rebbe will come true. Since it's pushed off, says Rabbi, it should be pushed off. Did not agree with Rabbi, why not? Karu Alei. And Ravava Barzavda said when he heard this statement, the way to explain this thing of Rabbi, two is better than one, meaning this explanation is really what happened. That because Tishbav was Shabbos, that's when Rabbi wanted to push it off. Now let's go back to the three things Rabbi did. Number one, he planted a planting on Purim. Number two, he took a bath on Shavasar Batamas. Number three, we just dealt with was Tishbav was Shabbos, and he wanted to push it off entirely. Let's go back to din number one. For Rabbi how did Rabbi plant on Purim? What did Rabbi Yosef explain? Simcha Mishtaviyantav says the Basik. Simcha refers to Melami Chasurim Bas. You're not going to have a spade on Purim. Mishta Melami Chasur Batainis. You're not going to fast on Purim. Viyantif Melami Chasur Bas. is Malacha. You're not going to do Malacha. Planting is Malacha. Answers the Gemara, you're right. El Rebbe Barar Beisahave. Rebbe was one that held Purim was on the 14th. So we'll, for conventional, contemporary terms, we'll call it Rebbe lived in B'nai Brak. Of course, Purim there is celebrated on the 14th. And then we'll say Yerushalayim is where it's the 15th. So Rebbe Barar Beisahave. Rebbe lived in B'nai Brak. And he planted on the 15th. And the 15th is not Purim. We could call it New York for the same money. The 14th is Purim and the 15th is nothing. So that's when he planted. Frak the Gemara, Aini, is that true? But Rabbi Bittavari Ave. Rabbi was in Tavaria. Bittavari, Mukavas, Chamimaz, Yeshua, Benanavai. And Tavari really had a wall all the way back from Yeshua, meaning they celebrated Purim on the 15th. So how do you plant a planting? Allah Rabbi Bar Chamesa Ave. Says Gemara, you're right. Really, Rabbi held Purim was on the 15th. Chinata Bar Besa Ave. And when did he plant? On the 14th. Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? Me, Pashitale, this very Mukavas, Chamimaz, Yeshua, Benan. Is it possible? Is it symbol that Tveri has a wall all the way back from the days of Yeshua ben Nun? For Chizkiah Kari b'Tveri bar Beisar u'bechamisar. Chizkiah would read on the fourteenth and the fifteenth in the Tveri. You know why? Mesafkele, he wasn't sure. So what's going on? How can you tell me, Rebbe? Hell, the perm is only the 15th. Answers the Gemara, the Chizkiah, Mesafkele, the Rebbe, Pshitele. Rebbe knew it was only the 15th. Chizkiah was unsure. 20 lines down, first one in the line is Lay. Ask the Gemara, Chibshitele, Mishari. And you're right. So it's Pashit. Rebbe, Yod Purim is the 15th in Tveria. But ask the Gemara still. Still, Mishari. Was Rebbe allowed to plant something on the 14th? Vaksiv Megillah Sinus. Something that we quoted in the Gemara and Tainus a few weeks ago. It says in the Megillah of Tainus, as Yoimar Baasar, as Yoim Chamisha Asar, the 14th and the 15th, Yoimay Puraminun, are the days of Purim. That what? The Loyalim Misbad Bain. That you're not allowed to say eulogies on it. Ve'omai Rava and Rava explained this statement. This comes to teach us that the place where all the 14th is also on the 15th, but all the 15th is also on the 14th. So we're seeing, ask the Gemara, that it's not simple, even if he held Purim is the 15th, to do Malach on the 14th. Answers the Gemara, what are you talking about? 
about? Honey, Mealy, did you not just listen? That was Hespedim. The Hespedu Betaimis, Avu Malacha, Yom Echad Vesuloi, Malacha is only Aser on one day. And no more. Ask the Gemara further. Any is that true? For Rav Chazi Elu Gavra David Koshadi Kislam Bivurayo. Rav saw a man who was planting flax on Purim Mulatia, and he cursed him. And the flax did not grow. Why did he curse him? Obviously, he yelled, you're not allowed to do malacha. Answers the Gemara. It was the day when that man held to us for him. That is the reason why he cursed him. But indeed, it's only usher to do work on one day. Ask the Gemara. I shouldn't say yes. The man now goes back to Rebbe planting on Purim another explanation of the story. Rabbi Berei de Rava. Amar, a second reason that Rebbe planted on Purim, really I can tell you it was the 15th, he was in Tavaria, and he held it was Purim, still, only Hespidim and Tainus are also on Purim, they never accepted upon themselves, that is also to Malach on Purim, to make originally it says, and at the end of the Megillah it says, first it says, then it says Mishta and Simcha, leaving out Yamtif. Vilu Yamtif like Siv, it does not say Yamtif. And therefore, for there they learned that they never accepted upon themselves that there's an Isser to do Malacha on Purim. Says the Gemara, one second. If there's no Isser to do Malacha, so why did Rav curse that man? You don't know there's no Isser to do Malacha. Answers the Gemara. There were people that at a minog they did indeed accept upon themselves as place of Rebbe they did not accept it but in the place of Rav they did accept it so in Rav's place because they accepted it not to do work Rav cursed the person who was planting really they did indeed have this and Rebbe planted a planting of Simcha what does that mean? and this is the reason why it was allowed again even though their meaning was not to work, still Rebbe planted. Why? Because it was in the tea of Simcha. What's that? Ah, Gemarantinus, like we just learned. Kedetinan, of Rehlev Lainenu, of these fast days passed and they were not answered. Mematin, Mamasu, Mamata, they stopped doing business. They stopped building and planting. They stopped having engagements and weddings. We explained, what's a building of Simcha, Netia. Netia shall simcha. The Gemara there explained in the first white line. Ezu binin shall simcha. Zeh aboyne beis chatsnas l'benai. You build a house for your son who gets married. Ezu netia shall simcha. Zeh notia avarniki shamalachim. This planting of kings. And if you remember back from the Rashi in Gemara and Tainis, there were two ways of learning. Either they planted a tree for the king to uh, relax under, or they planted a tree when the king's son was born. And when that son becomes king, they made a chair out of that tree. So why did Rebbe plant on Purim, even though his place had a custom to not do work? It was a special planting which was permitted. It was an Atiyah shell simcha. Let's just begin the next Gemara going back to that which Chizkiya said. The Chizkiya was Misopic regarding Tveria, whether Tveria is celebrated on the 15th or not. Kufa on the second wide line. Chizkiah was unsure. So what did he do? He read on the 14th and the 15th. Why? He wasn't sure. Ask the Gemara, was he really indeed in doubt? Milsa de Tveria was Chizkia not sure about Tveria. Vaksiv the Basik says, Vari Mifsar at Sadim Sar, Vachemas Rekes, Vikineret, Vakaimalan Rekes, Zu Tveria. So says the Gemara, how could you not be sure? 
It's clear in the Psukim. Answers the Gemara, I knew time of the Mesavkli. That's indeed why he's Mesopic. You know why? Because one side of Tiberia was a wall of water. And Chizkiah was unsure if a wall of water is called the walled city all the way back for the time of Yeshua ben Nun. Ask the Gemara, So what was his Savik? The Gemara turns the tables. If you're telling me that at a wall of water, and that's what we see for the Mesod game, it's clearly not a wall. So what was the Safik? The Daniels learned in a Raisa, Shaloi Chaimat says, has to have a wall. Veloi Shar Igar. That's to have a wall and not a wall of houses. Saviv around. Prala Tavaria. Yama Chaimaisel. Comes to exclude Tavaria that the Yam is the wall. So what was the Safik of Chizkia? Clearly the water is not called the water. Answers the Gemara. You're right. With regard to the walled city, about the Yerachaimah that you're allowed to buy back. Only your house, if you sell it within one year, he wasn't in doubt. Why? My prison? What did it mean with regard to Mikra Megillah that there's the prazim, the unwalled, and the mukaf in the walled? Is the difference in walled and unwalled whether it's actually revealed or not? So if it has a wall of an ocean, it's called revealed, it's not walled. Maybe the detail with regard to Megillah is that it's guarded. And this Tveria is guarded. That's why he wasn't sure. That is the reason why Cheskiah was unsure. So at the end of the day, Cheskiah knew where Tveria was and he knew that the Pasuk says it has the wall of an ocean. And with regard to Yerachayma, he knew it was not called a wall. But with regard to Megillah, he wasn't sure what is the detail of a wall. Is the wall something that's revealed or is the wall something that's guarded? That's why Cheskiah read in both the 14th and the 15th in Tveria. We'll pick it up from Ravasi Mertz.